What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Chavez, and if you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Come on in, put your shit down, and let's talk. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. It's gotta be love. Hey, guys. I hope y'all feeling good like I'm feeling good, okay? And if you're listening to this on Sunday... I want y'all to get y'all some rest. I want y'all to relax. I want y'all to take care of yourselves. Look, if you want to go run a bath water, pull you some Epsom salt, put on your candles and and and, and uh, your music, look, do that. I want y'all to do whatever makes y'all feel good, okay? This, this is about relaxing and really just enjoying ourselves. You know, put the podcast on the, in the background if you want to while you're in the tub, taking you a good old soak and bath, okay? Just really enjoy yourself, relax. And we're not bringing in the same old stress from last year. We left that where it was, okay? This is a new year, new things. We're doing things differently. We're taking care of ourselves, our mental, physical, all of that. Um... So I just wanted to apologize to you guys that I did not drop an episode last Sunday, but it's just, I had a lot going on and honestly, it slipped my mind. Y'all know I'm in the midst of, um, I just started this new job and it's been a, it's been a roller coaster. It's been some ups and some downs, um, but I'm making it through and I also started my, um, my job back on campus, so I really got a lot going on. But I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna keep neglecting. Neg- uh, I can't even talk, y'all. I'm not gonna keep neglecting y'all. I'm gonna get myself together. I'm gonna make time, and we're gonna schedule this and have everything ready, okay? But today we're gonna get into some things, other things, y'all. Today we are talking about attracting emotionally unavailable people. We're going to discuss why some people might be emotionally unavailable. What are the signs that you can recognize in these type of peoples? You know, so you don't get yourself all caught up. And why might you attract these kind of people? Let's, yeah, we, we're going to dive into that. We're also going to discuss how do you deal with emotionally unavailable people, especially if you're in a relationship with them right now. And last but not least is how do you stop attracting these people for my single people who out here still trying to explore and find our way? Or even if, you know, you're on the verge of leaving a relationship and you want to, you you know, when you're done, you want to get back out and get into the world, but you don't want to deal with this constantly. So, yeah, we're going to really discuss some things because I think it's very important because a lot of times, um, in my own personal life, like I've dealt with this, I've dealt with being the person who was emotionally unavailable and with dealing with people who were emotionally unavailable. And honestly, on both sides, it ain't, it ain't cute. It ain't cute. So I just want to be able to, you know, provide some information, let you guys know. So y'all can really go about these situations in the best way that y'all know how, because I wish this was some information that I knew back then. But, you know, that's what life is about. It's about learning and growing, taking these things and applying it to your life. That's what it's about. So we're going to hop right on in. The first question is, why are some people emotionally unavailable? Why? So one of the things that 
came to my mind when I was, you know, taking notes and getting ready for this podcast episode is that a lot of times these be people who have just gotten out of serious relationships and these relationships could have went bad or, you know, maybe it just wasn't bad. It, it just wasn't a time for it. And so they go into these next situations with people and they don't want to get emotionally invested in things. And so they decide to, you know, turn off their emotions for lack of better words. They just don't want to deal with all of that right now. So paying attention to that, like, that says a lot because a lot of times emotionally unavailability is a choice. Now, of course, there are people who have um, mental health disorders that might affect this, but usually it's a choice. Um, and, you know, when somebody just got out of a serious relationship, they don't always want to hop into the next thing. And if they do, that's what people call a rebound. You know, it, it ain't nothing serious. It's just them messing around, just finally, you know, dipping their foot in the water, trying to see if the water cold, if it's warm, see if they want to swim or not. That's just basically what it is. And so you just got to see that. Child, y'all got to ask these people these questions. Ask them if they just got out of a relationship. How how long ago was it that they just ended their last relationship? Because that kind of stuff says a lot. And people also become emotionally unavailable because they're afraid of getting hurt. People like that, they intentionally avoid forming deep relationships with people because the because of the uncertainty of whether you going to hurt them or not. And it doesn't matter whether you're the type of person that would that would hurt them um, in those type of ways. But it, what matters is the fact that they think this. They think that the next person that they allow into their emotional uh, space, allow into their heart, is going to hurt them. So they, you know, be like, look, I ain't dealing with this right now. I just want to have sex. I just want to do whatever. I don't I don't want to deal with that relationship stuff no more. That just ain't it. So, and that can also stem from uh, trauma. They, they could have had a traumatic experience in a last relationship where, I don't know, maybe somebody was abusive. Maybe somebody didn't uh, listen to them. I don't know. It just depends on the person because who am I to say what's traumatic for somebody and what's not? You know what I'm saying? It's all about the way that person conceptualized what they went through and how they deal with it and how their body responds to that particular event or whatever they went through. And people who are emotionally unavailable also struggle with like showing emotions, being vulnerable, being able to express how they feel to you. And it's not that you know, it's it's a complete lack of uh, emotion or like apathy where they just don't feel emotion. It's just they don't want to go there. They don't allow themselves to build those uh, closer connections to form some type of emotional bond with somebody. And so, you know, it's just there's a certain level of um, empathy that I feel for people who go through this phase of being emotionally unavailable because, like I said, I've been there before. And for me, it was, it was because of past hurt that I've had in relationships. I just I didn't want to go through that again. Um, 
you know, it's just only so much hurt a person can take till you feel like, I just don't want to, I don't want to feel like this again. So I'm not going to allow myself to get close to this person because there's a possibility that they can make me feel like this. You know what I'm saying? Like heartbreak is a, I say this to everybody. It's just like, especially those who haven't experienced it, it's just like a feeling like none other. There is no type of hurt that I've ever felt that feels like feels like the the feeling of a heartbreak. That is, it's in a class all by itself. Just like, and I hate to bring it here, but just to make an example, just like uh, experiencing death. That's like a feeling like none other. You know what I'm saying? That's like only losing somebody that you love feels like that. Only, you know, somebody breaking your heart or something like that. Only that feels like that. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really some interesting stuff to really explore and to really get into. And that's why I really wanted to do this topic because I feel like as much as I could learn from this episode, so could you guys. So, Next, we're just going to go ahead and dive into what are these signs? How do I recognize if I'm letting somebody into my life who might be emotionally unavailable? And the first sign, I think, is minimizing your feelings. If when y'all get into a little situation, a disagreement or whatever, and you're trying to vocalize how how you feel about a particular situation and they keep minimizing how you feel or they keep saying you shouldn't feel like this because I didn't mean it like that or whatever the case may be, that might be, you know, just put your antennas up a little bit, you know, because, I mean, that could be down how to communicate, but that's also a sign of emotional unavailability. You know, if somebody can't say... I, I I apologize for making you feel this way. I didn't mean it this way, but I, I can understand how, you know, you would feel this way. If somebody can't do that, child, look, like I said, put up your red flag and wave it proudly. Just keep that in the back of your mind. I ain't saying that's no reason to just go and end a relationship because that's something you can work on, but that is a sign and pay attention to it. The next sign is being defensive. If they immediate response is to go to defensiveness whenever y'all get into it or some type of conflict come up rather than being able to talk about it or acknowledging what part that they played in it, uh, uh, something wrong there, something wrong there. And because I feel like a a person that's emotionally intelligent and that's emotionally open, they would be able to empathize with how you feel and, and wouldn't just go straight to defensiveness, but rather trying to hear you out and really understand what it is that you're feeling and talk about it. Because like I said before, it may not even be something that you meant for them to take this way and they did. So you just... You just got to learn to talk about it. And if they can't do that, y'all, that's an issue. That's an issue, okay? Uh, Recognizing the signs, we're going to call these the red flags, okay? And another one, inconsistency in communication. If they keep disappearing 
and not telling you no reason why and they coming back with no explanation. Y'all something up, something up. Now, you know, this, there could be a lot of things going on. This could be a lot of things going on, but if they inconsistent in the way that they communicating with me, because one one thing I do not play about is that that um disappearing when we have a a disagreement or when I mistakenly hurt your feelings or whatever the case may be, and you go ghost for some days and we don't talk and and then you try to pop up like ain't nothing happened, ain't giving me no explanation or nothing. Child, that's an issue for me. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm liable to leave you on red. You ain't talked to me in two days. Uh, nah, you could you could just sit there on red. And I'm a cause I don't even keep my read receipts on on my phone, but I go in my messages and I turn it on just so you know I read your message. Okay. I mean, maybe that's mean and maybe that's childish, but that's just how I feel about it because I don't I don't want to deal with that. And that shouldn't be something that you try to bring into a relationship. Because, or, oh, y'all, let me tell you this one. Because mm, if they try to come back with a sad excuse to try to make you feel bad for them and forget why they disappeared and that they disappeared, look, as much as we be wanting things to just be good and, and not be no issues or nothing like that, child, I... You know, you know, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt the first time. But the next time you disappear and you come back with some sad ass excuse, I'm gonna be looking at you stupid. I'm gonna look at you stupid. You only get one time, one time to use that excuse with me. To come back and use that excuse again, that's just bullshit. Cause I'm gonna chalk it up the first time, I'm gonna chalk it up to you didn't know how to communicate what you was going through. You just really wanted to deal with it on your own. That's what you used to. Whatever, whatever. And we gonna we gonna talk about it in that moment when you come back. And I'm gonna say that you know I would prefer that we talk about these things and for you to vocalize that if you need time to step away, you know you say those things to me. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But if you go ghost and you come back with some sad ass excuse again, child, you can kiss all of my ass. You can kiss all. I don't want to hit it. I don't want to hit it. Because at that point, like, I feel like you just playing with me. You don't respect what we got going on and what we supposed to be building. Like, you you not on the same level. You not on the same type of time I'm on. So, you might as well move around. Let's not, we not even, mm -mm. we not even going to do that. We not even going to do that. And insecurity is also a sign of emotionally unavailable. I mean, I mean Insecurity is also a sign of somebody being emotionally unavailable because they might try to sabotage the, the relationship or whatever y'all got going on in order to avoid closeness, in order to avoid, you know, just building that bond with you. Because, and the reason I, I think this and the reason I know this one to be true is because people... Hold on, y'all. Let me say this in the best words. I don't want nobody. People can... It's, okay, here we go. People who are emotionally unavailable, it doesn't mean that they're not smart or whatever the case may be. It just means that they're not trying to deal with the emotion part of whatever y'all got going on. And so if everything is going good and there's no signs that everything is bad, but all of a sudden, you know... 
they start doing little things to sabotage relationship once they realize that it might be going somewhere. I don't know, y'all. That that's that says a lot. That says a lot to me. That really says a lot because while all of a sudden you switching up and you acting different now that things seem to be getting a little more serious between us. You know, like we at the point where I didn't invite you to my um my family function for you know you to be around my family and all of a sudden you can't come and now for the next few days you hardly texting back you barely answering my calls and when you do it's dry pay attention to the signs y'all pay attention to the signs because I didn't I didn't been that person I didn't done I didn't had that done to me people not vocalizing you know that maybe they just not at this at this level yet and you know that's a choice that you have to make whether this is somebody that you want to see this situation through with or whether this is something you just want to go ahead and nip that in the bud and say let's just go ahead and go our separate ways you know you go work on what you got to work on in your journey and I'm going to go work on what I got to work on over here because I'm ready for a relationship and I'm ready for connection but you not there yet and you can't control nobody else's actions you can't control another person so only thing you can control is how you react to this situation and how you decide to uh you know handle it that's on you so i'm not going to tell y'all to stop talking to this person or to keep going or whatever the case. i'm going to let y'all decide that on y'all own and the next question is, why are you attracting emotionally unavailable people? Why are you doing this? And what's crazy is a lot of times people unintentionally be repeating the same patterns from past relationships because of how familiar it feels. So you got somebody that come into your life and whether it's it's somebody that's bringing chaos or whatever it is that's that's something you used to so that's normalized to you so when somebody does uh show up with all of that going on it ain't it ain't no red flag to you that's normal that's normal and and that's one of the things that I really really hate is that it, as a society we start to normalize some of this horrible ass behavior like that is that's crazy to me you know what I'm saying? Like, as a society, people think, people say, oh, you know, he's just a man. Men don't be showing emotions all the time. They don't really tell you how they feel all the time and whoop the whoop the whoop. No. You ain't you ain't got to accept that in your relationship just because that's what uh, Susan said down the, uh, down the road. That's what her, her husband, that's what they relationship. Let them do that. They ain't got to be your relationship. That ain't got to be your relationship. Mm-mm. Don't be allowing other people and what society says to come in and tell you what you should allow. And don't be allowing just because something uh, feels familiar to you to be okay. Everything that we allow in our lives, that don't mean it's okay. All of this stuff, that, uh, ain't nobody supposed to treat you like that. And people tend to pick characteristics in a partner that reminds them of past partners or their relationship with their parents. Because even though 
Like I said, these characteristics may not be healthy for them. Dysfunction can be the norm for some people. That could be what they used to. So they allowing that that type of stuff into they into their spaces. And you could be this you could be this person and you might not even know it. You might not even know it that you keep repeating this same old pattern because your you know your parents was emotionally unavailable and they never communicated how they felt to each other and they never really talked about this this and that or you know you never saw it and so you think that's okay in your relationship no once we become adults we have to sometimes we have to rediscover things for our own for ourselves because everything most parents do the best that they can most parents do the best that they can and you ain't going to learn every single thing the way you want it to be in your life, the way you want it to be in your relationship. You ain't going to learn every single thing like that from your upbringing. A lot of these things come with patience, time, and growth. Sometimes you got to go to go through some things to get to some things. Because had I not went through uh, certain things that I've went through with the people I've, you know, What's the word? With the people I've I've been with, I've associated with, I was close to being in a relationship with. If I never went through those things, I wouldn't know the things that I, I I can't deal with. These are my deal breakers. I'm not allowing this. And I wouldn't know the things that I do love and enjoy uh, in a partner. I wouldn't know those things. So you do got to go through some things to get to some things. And another reason that you might be attracting emotionally unavailable people is if you ain't feeling too good about yourself, if you got low self-esteem and low self-value where you don't really value yourself, you don't believe that you worthy of love or healthy love at that, then that's the issue too. Because in that, in, in that time, I mean, in that space, when you thinking like that, you're going to allow anything to just come into your life. You're not really caring what they bring in, um, and how they're really affecting your life. All you really just be wanting sometimes is for somebody to be there. Or maybe you don't even want nobody to be there. You just want to have fun, dibble and dabble, and then dip and move on to the next thing. Child, look. I just, I just want us to have more respect for ourselves, more respect for the people, well, for the things that people and things that we allow into our lives. Because once we start really getting to know ourselves, cre creating these better relationships with ourselves, child, you ain't going to let nobody come in and tell you what they ain't going to do for you. You know, you're going to set, you, you, you checking them at the door. You setting boundaries. You letting them know this is what I want and this is what I need. I'm getting ahead of myself, but we're going to jump on on to number four. How do you deal with emotionally unavailable people? How do you deal with it? One of the first things you got to do, you need to ask yourself if you enabling this behavior. If you currently in a relationship with somebody that you think is emotionally unavailable, check yourself and see if you enabling this. Because I'm going to say this, it's not your fault, nor is it your responsibility to fix this. 
But it is your responsibility to recognize whether you enabling this because of a lack of boundaries and you not being clear about what you want, need or deserve in, in this relationship. You need to be able to open up your mouth, vocalize how you feeling. And if this if these people are not able to meet your needs and to do the things that you want or to be the person that you deserve. Then why are they here? Why are they here? Why are we allowing these people to continue to occupy space in our life when they not bringing nothing but drama? No. Life, life is hard enough on its own. Let And you letting somebody willingly come into your life and bring bullshit and drama? No. I'm telling y'all, this year, I, I'm not, <laughs> I am not for the bullshit this year. I'm not. I'm not. I'm talking about this stuff in the beginning. I'm setting boundaries. I, I need you to know, no, you're not coming over by my house. No. Take me out on a day. Let's go to a movie. You know what I'm saying? Because in this day and age, people get so comfortable just coming on over and all of this, this and that. I don't, I don't want that. I want you to respect me. And not saying people not going to respect you by coming to your house. That's not what I'm saying. But if you know that you want a type of person that's going to be happy with taking you out on a date, don't be the type of person that's just going to let somebody come over to your house and you just be okay with that when you really want to go out to eat and go watch a movie. Stop, accept, stop accept, accepting less than what you want, less than what you deserve. Stop doing that. But to get back on topic, don't enable this type of behavior. Don't. I, it's easy to start feeling bad for people, especially when they start giving you, you know, their life story and you realize how much shit that they done been through in different past relationships and in their childhood. It's easy to feel sorry for them and, you know, and to hold back how you feeling and what you want out of this relationship so that you could be there for them. But at the end of the day, you ain't doing nothing but putting what you want and need on the back burner and just perpetuating this never ending cycle. You know what I'm saying? It's somebody always going to have a side story. Somebody always going to have something that makes you sad and make you empathize with them. That's that's always going to be there. You know? But you need to be able to vocalize. It's not selfish for you to say, this is what I want. This is what I need. And if you can't provide that, then you can leave. That's not selfish. That's not rude. That's you standing up for what you believe in and standing up for what you want. Because if you don't, if you don't stand on your stand on your wants and your needs and, and and the things that you allow into your life, you gonna allow anything. And then I want you to ask yourself if you are also emotionally unavailable. Hmm. I know I shook y'all with that one. Are you? Cause you know it's easy to point out somebody else's faults than to uh than to reflect on your own, than to recognize the stuff that you're doing wrong. You know that's real easy to do. Are you being receptive to how your partner feeling, 
Are you able to sit down and communicate? Are you able to vocalize how you feeling? Hmm. I'll wait. I wait because a lot of times, you know, everybody loves to think it's uh, somebody else's fault. Air- People love to blame somebody else. People love to blame somebody else, but people don't like to uh, take responsibility for their own actions. You could also be perpetuating everything that's going on because you could be emotional. Both of y'all sitting here emotionally unavailable and y'all complaining about each other when y'all doing the same thing to each other. What the fuck are y'all doing? How y'all ever going to get somewhere? Mm-mm. That's like having two magnets with the same side. They just keep repelling from each other. No. You ain't going to never get nowhere. Nowhere. Neither one of y'all allowing each other to get close and to be vulnerable. And y'all just, I don't know. I don't even know how you how you would even manage a relationship like that. It just sounds like a lot to deal with. And you shouldn't want to deal with all of that. And lastly, you need to know when it's time to walk away, y'all. You got to know when it's time to walk away. I know it's hard. You didn't put in all of this work. You didn't you you didn't worked hard and and build your relationship up, and now all of a sudden you get into the point where you might gotta let it go. I know, it's hard. I didn't been there before. I didn't had to walk away from relationships, and I didn't had people walk away from me. It takes a lot of strength. You gotta have a good sense of yourself, and you gotta be willing to acknowledge exactly what your needs are and how they aren't being met. You got to be able to say those things to yourself, not just to your partner, but you got to be able to say those things to yourself because those are the, when when you stand on that, when you stand on that, you can walk away from a relationship knowing that you done did all you can do because you can't be the only person that's working in this relationship, waiting, just waiting for the stuff to change when the other person ain't doing nothing. No. No, no, no. If you didn't realize that that after multiple conversations of you saying how you feel about this and they don't do this and this all of that, if y'all done had multiple conversations about this and nothing's changed. Child, it's obviously that that's a sign that I need to go. Because to me, that's you saying you don't give three fucks about this relationship and you can't care too much about me because if you did, you would be changing it. If you did, you wouldn't want to make me feel appreciated. If you did, you would want to make me feel heard. You want to make me feel loved. But instead, you just... Continue the same. It's business as usual for you. It's business as you. Same old thing. Same old fucking shit. Every day. Same old thing. And it's also time to leave when you feel like you done did all you could do. When you done done all you can and you tired and you just ready to wash your hands, do it. 
do it. I'm telling you, ain't ain't no for me, ain't no coming back. Once I get to that point where I didn't feel like I didn't done all I can. I know I tried. I know I didn't put in work. It's not that I just was giving up on this relationship, but I actually was working at it and nothing seems to be changing. Leave. I'ma leave. I'ma leave. As hard as it might be, as much as time I could have invested into this relationship, I got to do what's best for me and for my future. Because I can't keep I can't keep doing the same old thing over and over. I can't do it. I refuse to be unhappy in a relationship that I'm choosing to be in. And that's the thing about relationships. Every day you have to wake up and choose this. You have to wake up and choose your partner. Your partner got to wake up and choose you. So you making this decision to commit to somebody, you need to uh, you need to do it right. You should want to be able to put, I mean, you should want to put in the work to do whatever you have to do to save this relationship. You should want to do that. Nobody should have to beg you to do that. You shouldn't have to beg them to do that. You just shouldn't. All it should take is a conversation. Because I'm a strong believer, and if I say something once, I, I shouldn't have to say it twice. And when I start to get fed up after that, you're going to start noticing me slowly starting to distance myself. You're going you gonna to feel it. Things ain't going to be the same no more because I didn't ask you, you know, I... I want you to be, I want you to communicate with me how you feeling. I don't like when you go off and just go away for hours when you mad. I don't know whether you want to be in this relationship or not. I need you to vocalize to me that you still want to be and you don't know how to and you can't do that. Mm-mm. 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 Um not in the business of being a teacher for nobody. I'm not doing it. I'm not about to help you and teach you these things because a lot of, oh, you know what, I ain't even going to go on that rant. I ain't going to go on that rant because I'm going to get off topic. But when you are ready to leave, leave. Honestly, leave. That's how I feel like you got to deal with these people, with emotionally unavailable people. That's how I feel. Y'all can agree or y'all can disagree. But last but not least, how do you stop attracting emotionally unavailable people? How do you stop? How do you stop this cycle, child? You noticing a pattern Everybody you get in a relationship don't seem to be there emotionally. This is what I want y'all to do. And this is what this journey is about with us. This is what my podcast is about. I want you to deepen your relationship with yourself. Because once you get to a certain level of self-awareness and confidence, you ain't accepting Anything less than what you deserve. 
You ain't finna let nobody come into your life and bring all of their bullshit and drama. You ain't, mm-mm. Oh, you don't know how to communicate? Oh, uh, nah. You know, you don't seem to be, I didn't vocalize to you that, you know, your communication skills ain't ain't it and you ain't trying to change this. Uh, you know, you gotta go. You know, it, it, we only have so much time on this world, in this world, and I'm not about to be spending my lifetime trying to get it right with somebody. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that all relationships are supposed to be easy and that it's not going to take work. But I, what I'm saying is I'm not about to spend our entire lifetime trying to get you to communicate with me. It shouldn't, it, it shouldn't take that long. You know, I know things ain't going to happen overnight, but it shouldn't take that long. Well, this is an issue and a constant thing throughout our relationship for years and years and years. No. Mm-mm. And once you deepen your relationship with yourself, this will also help with the way that you communicate with people. Because you're going to be able to say up front, this is what I want, this is what I need. Because I, I know for me, knowing myself and knowing the things that I don't want in a relationship, I, I'm not dealing with it. I'm not dealing with it. You vocalize it. Say how you feel. Uh, say it with your chest. Say it with your chest. Don't be letting these people walk all over you and you not be able to talk, uh, defend yourself and, and say how you feel and all of this. this mm. I say this, this, and that a lot, y'all. <laughs> but anyways, to get to my next point, I also, I think one of the ways that you can stop attracting emotional people and like, well, emotionally unavailable people and checking it at the door, not even, at, well, not at the door, y'all, because you can't be doing this right out the bat. Well, I mean, you can. But after some time of communicating with this person, ask them if they're ready to label the relationship. Are we together? Are we in a relationship? Are we boyfriend and boyfriend right now? Are we girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, you know, whatever. Are are we there yet? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if they refuse to label the relationship after talking to somebody, I mean, talking to you for, what, three plus months? Because I, I feel like at the third month, you should know whether you want to be with me or not. You know what I'm saying? I ain't asking you to marry me. I'm just asking you, you know, do you want to be with me? At the third month, you should be able to know this. You shouldn't still be wondering and guessing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -mm. And if they refuse to label their relationship child, they probably emotionally unavailable. They probably emotionally unavailable. Or, they, you know, they got some other shit going on, too. They trying to weigh their options. They don't know which one they're going to choose. That's a whole nother situation. <laughs> A whole nother situation. So I really want y'all to sit down, especially if I'm, you know, this podcast episode is speaking to you. I want you to sit down and really reflect over your previous relationships and recognize some of these patterns and characteristics and the people that you involved yourself with 
And so you know exactly what you don't want in a partner, what you don't want around you. Like these, these signs that I was talking about, people minimizing your feelings, being defensive all the time, inconsistent in the way they communicate, uh, the insecurities, all of that stuff. If you starting to notice this stuff in all the people that you've been talking to, you need to switch things up. Try something new. Do something. Uh-uh, try something new. If every time you get uh, start talking to somebody, it's it's feeling like real real comfortable. Oh, maybe this, maybe this, you know, too familiar for you. Maybe you need to venture out, try something a little different, try something that make you feel a little uncomfortable. And when I say uncomfortable, I don't mean unsafe. <laughs> I mean uncomfortable because that's where the growth happens. When you get with somebody who can challenge the way you think health, in a healthy way, who can challenge the way you think, introduce you to some new things. You know what I'm saying? Somebody that you can introduce to new things. Y'all teaching each other stuff. Y'all learning from each other. Y'all enjoying each other's time, each other's company. You appreciate each other. That's what we want. That's what I want. So, you know, I'm trying to get myself together so that when my when my dude finally comes along, I'm ready. I'm available. I'm open. I'm not bringing in this old baggage from my last relationship. We, we not doing that. No. And this, and I'm just going to make this point and then I'm going to go ahead and close out. But for me, when I was going through my phase of not being available emotionally, it was like, um, it was like, you know, when you younger and your mama come in and she yelling at you to clean your room. And so what I what I would do back then when I was younger, I would pick everything up and either throw it under the bed or throw it under the closet. I mean, in the closet. And I use that scenario to say that when you do that with life, with your emotions, with the stuff that you've been through, with the, with with your wounds, at some point you're gonna have to open that closet door. At some point you're gonna you're gonna need some clothes or some shoes out of that closet, and when you do, all of that shit gonna come back come back rushing in. You gotta deal with that at some point. You're gonna have to clean that closet out at some point if you ever want to be able to get in there and get what you need out of there and be able to close the door back. You know what I'm saying? We got to be, y'all, deal with these issues. Don't let it linger too long. These these things, these emotional wounds and, and these mental wounds that we've experienced growing up and in different relationships, these things don't go away just because they they out of sight, they out of mind. It don't just go away. You got to deal with these things or they show up in different areas of your life. Like when you trying to get in new relationships, you thinking you just all good because you was doing good when you were single and you was just flourishing. And then when you finally get in a relationship, you realize you got trust issues and all of this. I'm telling you, that's when that stuff come up. So you need to deal with this stuff now. Deal with this stuff now. 
And for those for those people who are listening who may be going through their phase of being emotional, emotionally unavailable, this part is for you. Deal with it. Don't just pack it up in a closet and just close the door. Because if you ever want to be in a relationship with somebody and, and have a healthy relationship, a successful relationship, you're going to have to deal with that. And everybody not going to be patient with you while you're going through that stuff. So in your single season, that's when it's time to start unpacking the closet. And ain't nobody saying you got to go out there, go, you know, clean out your closet all in one day. Ain't nobody saying that. You know, take your time. Just don't take too long. Just don't take too long. That's all I'm saying. But I, I don't know, y'all. I really enjoyed this episode just because it it really had me reflecting on my past relationships and just the things that I've done in my life. And I wouldn't ask y'all to do nothing that I wouldn't do. So I really want y'all to sit down. If y'all have been noticing this has been a thing in your life, I want y'all to sit down and really reflect on it. If y'all got a journal and write some things down, do that. Because, you know, I, I love a good old-fashioned I mean, old pen and paper. That's how I do my notes for my podcast. Baby, I, I don't even be using my iPad and my uh, Apple Pencil. I pop out a good old notepad. And my pen and I go I go to town. So if that's what you need to do, do it. I want you to find out your medium for you to start learning and start expressing yourself and do that. Because maybe you the type of person who write poetry and that's how, you know, you can help get some of this stuff out and deal with some of this stuff. Do it. Maybe you the person that like to write songs or write uh. Uh, pro- produce music or whatever it is that you need to do to heal yourself and to get yourself to where you want to be, do that. We're in a process of healing on this self-awareness journey. We're in the process of becoming, of solidifying some things in our life. Yes, this year is a year of prosperity, okay? We are going to get some things that is owed to us. We're going to get some things that the devil stole from us. We're taking it all back. I'm, I'm, look, I'm just saying, y'all. Oh, but I ain't going to hold y'all too long because y'all know I can talk and I be trying not to keep the episodes too, too long because, you know, I know people be having jobs and y'all like to listen to this at work and stuff. And I don't want to hold y'all too long. I'm trying not to be one of them hour podcasts. But look, I can talk. Honestly, my next episode, guys, tune in because I think I'm going to drop one of my um, episodes with a guest. And I think I know which one I want to drop. And I'm excited because I know y'all going to enjoy it. I know y'all going to enjoy it. But um, I really do appreciate you guys for listening and being consistent even when, you know, I mess up and I skip a day or I'm late or whatever it is that's going on in my life. I really do appreciate you guys for supporting your boy. It means a lot. 
Um, I don't know where this podcast is going to go, how far it's going to take us, but we here together, y'all. We riding this roller coaster together, this roller coaster we call life. But, um, yeah, and oh, y'all, before I go, I have created an Instagram for my podcast, and it's, um, it's, I think the username is just between you and me. And that's not the and symbol, it's A-N-D dot pod. And that's dot P-O-D. Just between you and me dot pod. So y'all go follow that and I'll be posting, you know, some little updates and little previews of episodes on there. And I'll also be doing like little interactive stuff like letting y'all, you know, choose the next podcast topic or um, letting y'all choose guest or you know if one of y'all want to be a guest on the podcast y'all got something y'all want to say and y'all want to come on here and talk come on let's talk you know uh, you know people don't want to always hear what Chavez got to say people want to hear different perspectives and stuff and so I'm definitely going to honor that and I'm going to allow um other guests to come on into our space and join us on our journey so y'all dm me Y'all be good, be well, enjoy yourself, enjoy life. Don't let things get you down that you cannot control. Focus on the things that you can, okay? And remember that if you want to talk, I am here. Everything that we talk about stays between you and me.